we are officially in the home stretch of this year and we only have a, a handful, like, I don't know, two more two more podcasts for this year of the year of 2022, which is blowing my mind. So if you haven't had a chance to go back and listen to past episodes, please do so. There's so much value in the mall. And then be sure to tune in for our last couple as well. But for right now, I am jumping in with the incredible Monica Adwani. Let's go. Ever found yourself teetering on the edge of throwing in the towel? You know, asking yourself questions like, is this supposed to be this hard? Or is it even possible to succeed at this entrepreneur thing? I completely get it because I built my successful businesses while juggling major health issues for my children and myself, debt piling up to my eyeballs and so much more. Want to know how the hell I succeeded and how you can too? Tune in to find out. Here we go. Hey there, entrepreneurs, and welcome to today's show. We're going to cover a lot of ground today, folks, and I am here with Monica Duani, and Monica has committed to helping women, Latinos, and insurance agents achieve their goals. Whether you seek to open or scale your business, grow your team, become a leader, share your story, she's got something for all of that, folks, if you could imagine that. So she's extremely passionate about community, education, and operational excellence. She's a proud partner at Savital, which is a virtual professional company. She's also a partner at BRZ Insurance, which is a tech-based independent insurance agency focused on helping the Latinx community protect their assets in their own language by providing insurance in real time. And as if that isn't enough, folks, number one, I want to say what's not in this in this bio is that she is ridiculously involved in the community and always doing something different. But she also has a fantastic podcast called Transcend with M that you should absolutely definitely check out. So Monica, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Michelle. I'm very excited to be here and a little nervous too. So <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. I promise I'm not scary. <laughs> but yeah, you said earlier, you're used to being the host, but you're not used to being interviewed, which it is different. So I, I can understand that, right? Yeah, that, that's that's the point, right? It's it's very difficult to be the, the person in the other side. So yeah. it is it is okay. We're just going to push through this and we're going to make it awesome for everybody listening to your amazing podcast, which I am a, a true fan on. So um, I cannot wait to kind of like get into it and share uh, so others can grow. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Well, we're just going to dive in because, you know, you have a fantastic story of resilience that deals with burnout, workplace trauma, toxic relationships, and like so much more. So, you know, let's jump in. Give, can you give our listeners a bit more information about how those, you know, that situation and how it influenced the trajectory of your life? Cause it did in a major way, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, everything was going great. I've been in insurance for about 17 years now. Um, give it a take. And, um, you know, I've had a great career so far, but, um, Around 2018, I started to experience a couple of dif difficult, you know, roads. Um, and the company I was working for at that time uh, ended up, you know, selling. And that was the initial, uh, 
journey of a very difficult transition in how things started to change rather quickly. Um, so, you know, for me, I was always going to be on this company because, you know, it was a startup in super, you know, 150% dedicated, uh, but I didn't know how uh, it actually was affecting me mentally uh, until I got to a point where a lot of things started to not take place, right? So a lot of the promises that were made because of the, of the sale uh, weren't delivered. Um, a lot of uh, people started to change. A lot of relationships changed. Um, and bottom line, you know, as people left the company, I kept taking in, right? All the work of all these people, they were not getting replaced. And it got to a point where like, I was working probably, you know, 85 to 90 hours a week, no raise, no money, no incentives, no recognition, no thank yous. Um, and when I sat down to actually talk about it, um, the answer that I got was like, well, that, that was never part of the agreement and you might need to wait till next year because that's on our budget. <laughs> so when I was met with those words, um, I basically made the decision that I needed to uh, find a, a more suitable place for me. Um, but everything happened so quickly that I actually left without a plan. Um, <laughs> nice. And the, the way that that separation went on, it was what really, really put me in a very dark space as a professional and as a person. Because uh, the moment I went to hand out my resignation, um, it was just like I was a total stranger. Right. And I had nothing to do with the growth of, of this company that just sold for millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. Uh, and that really put a really um, uh, it put me in a very dark place because, you know, I, I felt totally worthless. Um, I felt uh, taken advantage of. Um, and it was like, you know, all these sacrifices, all this time, everything I have done and spent with them, it was, it, it meant nothing, right? So, you know, then you start thinking, you know, all those birthdays that I missed or all those nights that I didn't sleep well, or, you know, all those weekends that I could have gone into like a camping trip and I never did because I was working. Mm -hmm. um it meant nothing at that moment so that really put me in a very very dark place where I questioned should should I continue in this career um should I continue um in this space uh of course at that moment I'm like I can't trust anybody so am I able to work for somebody else like how is my next relationship going to be um so all these questions were there like am I really worth in this space like am I good at my job like am I good at what I do all these you know imposter yeah. things uh came into play and I actually ended up taking about two months off because I just I just couldn't apply for a job I couldn't carry a conversation with no one um I just 
I just didn't know what uh, a healthy relationship looked like because I, I it was all fog, right? It was all foggy and uh, it was, I was heartbroken because I took my job personally. Yeah. Um, so through that journey, I had to learn to separate personal from professional. Uh, I had to listen things uh, to things that I've been ignoring for a very long time for my own family. <laughs> and We're good at say, that, right? We're good at that. We don't know, want to hear then, it. You, you don't know, I said that you just have to like say you were right, you know, which none of us like to do, um, especially to our husbands. I'm like, I will never, I will never do that. Like, <laughs> um, and then it was, it was mostly the loneliness um, because I thought some of these people were my friends. You know, I, I went to their weddings. I saw their kids being born. They were part of mine. Uh, and out of the sudden, everybody kind of like disappeared. Uh, just because, not because of their own desire, but because of the position that the company put them into, right? With having that relationship with me. Um, so it was a very, very lonely space. Uh, in a very lonely journey and and it's still a recovering for me because it's been it's been two full years since that actually um but I still have you know that uh hesitation of having very close relationships and right. you know I I still working through that trauma that left me kind of like in in a very uh in, bad emotional state mm -hmm. um so with that you know I, I had to go through certain certain processes with myself that uh helped me engage into finding um who I who I was as a person who I was as a professional where do I want it to go um you know how did I want my relationships to look like in the future um do I really go back and try to um, fix those relationships? Do I move on, yeah. right? Um, and there was just a lot of different tools that I had to utilize in order to move forward. And once I determined that, it was a little bit easier. The path became uh, a little bit clearer. And then instead of asking, you know, what if I never left? Um, I mean, instead of asking, you know, what if, what if I never left, I will be like, you know, what if I never did, uh, to, oh my God, you know, like I should have done this a long time ago, right? Because you get blinded, um, by certain things. And sometimes we kind of put a hold into our own success, uh, by making, um, others, successful as well so I really didn't know how capable it was of certain things um because I was just you know clouded into certain specific mindsets right, right? right. um so yeah with that you know that's how kind of like transcend with them the podcast was born uh, the podcast was born basically because I needed an outlet 
to talk to new people that I can learn from. Um, and I found that interviewing other women in business that have been through, you know, similar journeys or had had some sort of entrepreneurial journey or, you know, higher up positions that I would be able to understand a little bit more about what I wanted, how should I re respond and how should I kind of, you know, handle this different situations that came at me and For two years now, we now have been having conversations with amazing women all around the world that shared their stories and what started with something kind of like super personal, super, you know, for my own kind of like professional gain now has been helping a lot of other women across the globe you know, from all different countries. And it's just an amazing journey. So you never know um, how can your own personal journey can shift and turn into something amazing, right? Um, and, and from there, you know, opportunities have started to arise when I, I became clear with what my vision and my mission in life was. And one of them was to make sure that no other women went through what I went through with, you know, these, these company. Uh, and we've been holding, you know, uh, monthly events with, um, you know, entrepreneur women that share their story and share their story of resiliency and can teach them kind of like how to leverage their skills, learn new skills, kind of like do all these things that usually we don't do for one another. Right. Um, And then, you know, because I've had some good relationships that I never really thought they were going to be there uh, when I needed them the most, um, my professional career has really spiraled into now owning, you know, two different businesses uh, that are very, very successful. Um, and we just keep helping people every day within our industry, within, you know, the the business um what encompasses owning a business so yeah. um very happy with what came from that <laughs> you you make a really point i want to go back a little bit to your experience because you know what you said what you said before around like the separation of personal and professional, like you went to these people's weddings, like you saw their children born. And I think this is where people think like, let's keep professional in one category and personal in another is completely unrealistic, you know? And yes. I just think it's, you know, we have to see people as the humans that they are when you're in a work, when you're in a work situation, whether it's a startup, an entrepreneur, a company, whatever it might be, right? Like you have to remember that there's people involved. And it sounds yeah. like you built your new companies um, on just that, remembering the human part of doing business, mm -hmm. which it seems like was completely forgotten when it came to your previous career, right? Yeah. 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 So, you know, companies will be successful regardless if they're technology companies, insurance companies like, like mine. Uh, but people is an element that it's always going to be the key success of your company. Yeah. You are doing business with people, you are servicing people, and you are taking care of people. Yeah. And how do you do that? By having 
good people that is doing all those tasks, right? So, you know, we are like here at the agency, we are a tech-based company, but our bread and butter is servicing our people, you know, and I say our people because we all have a big responsibility towards others. Um, The way that, you know, I felt at that moment is something I don't want anyone to experience to to experience that they are that they are worth nothing uh that their time is not valuable it's not okay not for a consumer not for an employee not for you as your your own boss or you know your or your own um your own company like everyone including yourself needs needs to understand that the most value valuable asset that any business possess is 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 people um so we have you know created you know cultures because my my businesses are are mutually exclude they're they're totally separate one from the other i have different partners in different businesses but both of them i can say that you know, the culture is what has made them successful, regardless of the process, regardless of the technology, regardless of what it is that the business is. Um, It is the people who have made them successful because we believe in the values of making people feel that they're everything. Um, so, you know, based on that experience, um, I made it my mission to make sure that everybody feels that they are worthy of something. Um, and, and that's how we, we run, uh, our companies. Yeah. And I mean, you, you hit a, you hit a really good point. You said, said one of my favorite word values, right? It's like, it's like, we have a lot of companies out there right now who, and I mean, I see it in, in owners all the time of like, when I ask, well, what are your values? What, what do you value as a person? What do you value as a company? Like, and how does that waterfall down to your employees, to your customers, to all of the above, you know, and it sounds to me like you've done the work to understand what those values are on both companies. Right. Does that sound right? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Which is absolutely beautiful because I think you're, you're spot on. You can have the best tech in the world. You know, I always tell people it's a marriage of people, process and technology. Right. But you can't leave like one out of those three. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. That's correct. So what would you say? I mean, you've spoken to a lot of people on that podcast, like a ton. And I always love asking people who have podcasts, like, what do you think? And this is going to be a hard question because there's so many conversations, but what do you think like your top like one, two or three kind of takeaways from all of those different conversations would be? I know that's a hard one because you've had some really good ones. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I think, you know, the, 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 the primary takeaway is that at, at some, at one moment in time, regardless of what the journey is that you're going through, each person that I have interviewed, each one of us um, have had this moment where we felt like that imposter syndrome, right? Like we felt that we weren't good enough. Yeah, uh, and that's 
always the most pivotal moment for anyone that I have interviewed. Uh, it could come in a lot of different ways, right? It doesn't have to be related to a job. It can be related to marriage. It can be related, you know, it could be a divorce. It could be something of that sort that happened that you were on your bottom and you said, oh my goodness, how do I pick myself up? And I think that's the first takeaway. We all been there yeah. at certain degree, you know? Um, and we all, the, the learning from that and, and the takeaway from it is that we all have the resiliency to actually move on. And we have the resiliency to actually face whatever it is that comes at us. So it doesn't matter what status you come from, what culture you come from. We all have internally that power to actually succeed in whatever it is that, you know, we are going through at that moment in time. And I think that's my... My, my, my biggest takeaway is that we all done it and we all have it and we're all capable of doing it. Um, whatever it is that we want to do or yeah. whatever yeah. hole is that we need to crawl off, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think the second one, um, it's that I've interviewed a couple men, but most women don't give them, themselves the value that they actually um, deserve. Yeah. And yep. the, the first person to do that is themselves. Yeah. So we are, um, the takeaway on that is that we are a work in progress and we're all learning how to actually change that mindset to actually you know, create better opportunities for ourselves, but it starts with us and how we refer to ourselves. Um, so that's second. And then the third, uh, what I've learned is that we're afraid of money. And yeah. thank um, you. Yeah. <laughs> we are afraid of money. We, 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 we have shame around money. Uh, we feel guilty about money, uh, but we're also learning how to actually not feel that way and ask for what we want. Um, so I think those three, I've, uh, those are common themes that I see yeah. on every single, every single podcast I do. And it's interesting because the money topic often comes up with the value topic, which often comes yeah. up with the imposter syndrome topic. Like it's like, they're all kind of like this interwoven quilt yeah. of like things that we've all been also, I mean, no offense to the guys, but as women, we've been taught to, yeah. you know, stay small, taught to kind of undervalue ourselves. And, yeah. you know, there's, there's almost this like awakening that I'm seeing around women. And maybe it's because of my age, cause I'm 42 and I hang around with a lot of 42 year olds um, or women in their forties that are older that it's all of a sudden like this awakening of like, wait a minute, this isn't how we have to operate. And I, I do have a choice when it comes to the trajectory of my life or my career or my family. It's like, yeah. it's like we had to wake up to it. Right. Yeah. Where we all, we, we tend to be complacent. Mm -hmm. and um we are more patient than we should right 
Yeah. Um, you know, for example, we are okay with taking a pay cut. Um, we are okay with all these things that we shouldn't be okay with. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes, uh, you know, because we're visionaries, most of us, we can see the value yeah. of it, of that specific decision down the road. The problem is that we are not in control of what happens down the road and usually we end up losing, right? Yeah. Um, just because we believed, yeah. we believed that this could have been a great decision, right? So sometimes, you know, it is okay that take that, to take that risk and it's always good to take risks, but we are used to take risks of things that are not going to help us and we need to start taking risk on things that we are actually going to push us forward. Um, yeah. So it, it, that could be a whole other, you know, seven day topic. discussion. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's some not playing it. Like there is something to be said about not playing it safe, but being strategic in your risk taking, which is what you're saying, right? Like exactly. you're going to take a risk, you know, make it a calculated one mm-hmm. and make that not that you're the fact yourself is not disguised in helping somebody else because sometimes we undervalue ourselves in the in the spirit of helping or in the spirit of mission or in the spirit of something else but really what we are is scared to to step into our power sometimes um and i'm vastly general generalizing everybody right now into one bucket and i know everybody is not (laughs) doing it the same way but i think i've seen it like you i've seen it time and time again where we It's like we roll over or we just kind of yeah. blindly accept Yeah. in the matter. It is true. It is true. And I think, you know, we're all, we're all learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, Absolutely. you know, we, some of us learn a little later. Some yeah. of, you know, the new generation is learning a lot faster, yeah. right? Because yeah. they come out of the gate so secure about themselves. And it's yeah. like, well, if it's not this, I don't want it. And I'm going to move on. Yeah which is what we've been seeing happening. Um, So I think, you know, right now there is that weird shift where like the new generation is actually overtaking because all of us were so afraid to do what they are doing, right? So we're we're catching up, we're catching up. And it's, uh, I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful growth journey um, for every, um, every person that it and, and it's, it all looks different to everybody just to your point but it is wonderful that it's happening yeah yeah I love the fact that you mentioned the generation you know differences and stuff like that because we each have things that we can learn from one another I yeah. think that's you hear a lot of that generation this and generation that and it's almost like sometimes the media pins them against one another oh yeah and really it's it's a lesson in acceptance and learning right when you look at like I can learn a lot from the older generations and I can learn a ton from the younger generations yeah. like how about we just kill the generation talk and talk about people right like in the fact that we can all learn from each other period <laughs> like end of statement yeah. um well this has been fantastic can you think of any like last that you'd like to say anyone I always like to ask like if you can speak directly to kind of that that person who is struggling that person who is kind of going well mm, this is not my day this is not my year this is not mm-hmm. my you know decade whatever it may be what would you what would you have to say to them 
say to them today that, you know, the only person that has the complete power to determine how your next five minutes look like is you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, regardless of how your environment is, if you, you know, decide that you are going to show up with the smile, that can make the entire difference to your day. Right. So granted, we cannot control everything and everybody around us. Um, we are the only person that can control every single outcome uh, of our day. Uh, and yeah, you know, there are things that are going to come and we're going to have to pivot. But how you pivot and how you tackle it is completely up to you. So I think, you know, harnessed that power that you have and don't let, you know, those other factors or that environment um, take the best out of you because it's not worth it. No, it's, it's not. And I think to your point, like that is what you can control. You can always control your reaction to things, yeah. right. And control the trajectory in which you want to run your day. You know, things may suck, but it's internally how you want to feel about that is really what kind of comes into play. Um, fantastic, yeah. fantastic advice right there. Um, so tell people where they can come find you, my dear, because your podcast is fantastic. I mean, all the things you do are fantastic. So tell, tell people where they can find more of you. Yeah. So I, I feel like I live and breathe on LinkedIn, which is awesome. So Monica Johnny on LinkedIn. I love that tool, man. It's just too. great. It's just great. Um, and then, you know, I do have an Instagram at Transcend with M, um, and I have my website, monicajuani.com. So if you want to learn more about everything we do, you know, our companies, how we can help you, uh, insurance related, or, you know, uh, from an operational standpoint, or you just want to share your story, just go there, select a one-on-one, -on -one, you know, uh, create a meeting and I'll be more than happy to chat with you. Awesome. Awesome. And definitely check out her podcast, folks, Transcend With Them. I'm going to say it like five more times because it's fantastic and needs to be, needs to be said. So, well, Monica, thank you very much for this great conversation today. It was wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And I hope that, you know, we have, um, we could help somebody with, you know, understanding that they can definitely and possess that resiliency within them. So thank you for this space because I do love your podcast too. And it's really amazing. <laughs> right back at you, friend. right back at you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, Monica just tells it how it is. I just, I love the way that she, you know, she approaches things with compassion and empathy and just really a lot of thought and she understands, the thing about Monica is that she understands the inner workings of a company, right? She set two of them up. She's she's ridiculously successful. She's super driven. But at the end of the day, she also still understands that people are at the core of it. So that is one aspect I absolutely adore about her. And I think that, you know, this is an episode you can listen to it again and really just kind of grab onto those nuggets and then see how that you can step forward, whether you're a solopreneur, whether you're, you know, running a company of a hundred people, whatever it may be, but ask yourself, like, how are your values trickling down? Where is imposter syndrome kind of getting in the way? You know, all of the different topics that she covered, start to ask yourself some questions around them and make sure that you are in lockstep with your values and your people are at the core, because I bet that would make a huge, 
difference. And on our next episode, I am welcoming Tara McMullen to the show. Tara is a writer, a podcaster, a producer, and she's just come out with a fantastic book that's called What Works, a comprehensive framework to change the way we approach goal setting, and you have to go get it. And the thing about Tara that I absolutely love about this interview is that, you know, we go really deep. We go deep because she speaks about a fundamental brokenness that she felt, you know, and throughout basically her entire life and how she really had to do a lot of self-discovery, how she had some diagnosis put in place that, you know, shed a lot of light on her life. And this is a conversation, folks, that, you know, I think a lot of us can relate to, and we definitely need to start kind of looking through the world, you know, through a different lens and seeing how you can set goals that are in alignment with you and not necessarily with your neighbor, you know, and looking at how those wins can be an indication of, you know, what things work and, you know, proof to you that things will be okay, right? So trust me when I say tune in for this episode. And if you love this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, download, follow, rate, and review. And you know, tell a friend because who couldn't use a little more resilience in their life, right? See you later.